Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this the day after the Strickland Podcast Network, I am Sam. I'm joined by Tyrese. We may have Jeff joining us very shortly. Knicks win 112 to 84. And as you can see under my name, we are still undefeated in the OG and Anobi era. Um, 5 and 0 since we acquired him, another thrashing of an inferior opponent um, in the Portland Trailblazers. Um, business as usual. Um, probably won't get much analysis from us today because there really wasn't much to really break down. Um, I think the main thing that really stuck out to me from the beginning of the game, at least, um, was the spacing that this team has. And before we get further into that, of course, I have to do this. All the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs that already passed by bet online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info including news for pro football the nba upcoming fights and nhl games this season head to the website today to get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week remember to use promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts um yeah and the way the knicks started this game um started off with a lot of threes getting out in transition getting some steals and just taking care of business versus a team that had no business being on the same court as us today i think um but yeah as i was saying i think the main thing that really stuck out to me was the spacing how much different it is and how much more it allows for just like cutting and movement and ball movement and passing and three-point shooting and it's just that much more cleaner since the trade i would say yeah because the balls can stick with an untalented canadian who does nothing but dribble the air out the ball and then throw up bricks at the rim um it's very nice to have a big wing who can do reverse junks in traffic you know that does that does help things quite a bit um to just being perfectly honest so like the starting lineup just flows so well because you have a bunch of like high level processors and cutters and movers and there's just a bunch of space and guys know where to be. And that's very important for any lineup is like guys knowing their role and guys being able to make the right play. Um DiVincenzo and OG, um the way that they're able to know where to be on the um, court. Like, their floor mapping ability is very, very high. And it helps to know... It helps to know that, like, it's easy reads for Randall and Brunson. It's like, okay, OG's going to be in the left corner. Demon Chance is going to be in the right corner. Hardenstein's going to be at the elbow. So, like, there, you could get it to a high horn set. You could throw it to the corner. You can run side pick and rolls. Like, there's just optionalities available because of these guys. And... I don't want to break up the starting lineup. I think I've made that like evidently clear in my analysis of it. It's like it's just too potent. Like you've unlocked DiVincenzo as an off-ball menace. Um, he had another steal to open up the game. Um, so he's able to do stuff off-ball. He's able to guard guards instead of guarding wings. How you unlock Randall as a defensive player because now it's he's able to guard. Jeremy Grant, he's able to guard and switch onto like uh do up wreath and he's able to flex his muscles there. He had another block again today, and it was a really emphatic one as well. Um 
So yeah, it's like the guys fit, the team fits, the starting lineup is rolling. Nothing much more to say about it. It's just good basketball all around. Yeah, and you know, it's very comforting to know walking into this game, into these games that, you know, the Knicks are going to take care of business. Like that is something that you know heading into these games. Like I think we were all very confident heading into this game versus um versus the Trailblazers. We knew that they were going to take care of business. Um since trading for OG, Knicks are five and zero, of course, lead the league with a plus one hundred and two differential. Um tied or led for two hundred and eleven of two hundred forty total minutes played. So they have just been completely and utterly dominating teams. <clears throat> yep. It's just been a thrashing all around. Um, and I believe if the standings have been updated. Uh, we're back. We are. What is that? Three games back of the two seed. Uh, and. I don't, I, and I don't trust Milwaukee. Yeah, I think Milwaukee is starting to kind of free fall a bit. Their defense is just bad, and Dame isn't Dame right now, and he hasn't really been Dame this entire season. So I do think that I don't think they're catching Boston, but I think help that again the way Boston's been playing lately. I don't know, but um. At the very least, I think the two seed is in play. I think the three seed is definitely more likely because Embiid is missing time. And it wouldn't surprise me if, like, by the end of the month, the Knicks are either the three seed or, like, a game, a game and a half back of it. I think the schedule opening up the way it has creates the opportunity for the Knicks to go on, like, a real run. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I watched some of the Milwaukee game the other day. Um, granted, they didn't have Dame, but like you're still playing against a Jazz team that is supposed to be inferior. I mean, they've been playing really well lately. Um, shout out to Will Hardy getting those guys to buy in and 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 play really well over this course of this time. But still, it's the Jazz. I think if you're as good as the Milwaukee Bucks, or at least you're supposed as good as they're supposed to be, you're supposed to go into that game. You're at home. You're supposed to take care of business. They didn't do that. They were getting smoked for most of that game. Like I think they were down by like 30 at one point. Um, Boston the other day, Halliburton goes down. Granted, they still don't have Jason Tatum, but like, I mean, you still got Jalen Brown who drops 40 and you guys lose. I mean, whatever happened with the the ref stuff at the end of the game to even have yourself in the position where Buddy healed and, 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 and TJ McConnell are hitting like clutch shots on you. I mean, forget the rest. What happened to shame? Like, you got Jalen Brown twerking and trying to act like he's doing... Like, he dropped 40 and I didn't care about it. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. The Celtics are just... I feel like the book in the Celtics is just kind of known at this point. It's like, they're going to take jump shots, and if you can out-jump shoot them, you win the game. If you can, like, play in their airspace, you win the game. Yeah, that seems fair. But I mean, like since I mean, since the Knicks have started to go on their run, we've seen a lot of other teams in the league. I mean, especially in the East, just start to come back down to earth somewhat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the main guy we can start talking about tonight for tonight's game, of course, is OG Ananobi, led the team in scoring. 
had a great first quarter. I believe it was with 16 points in the first quarter. Um, and, you know, this is the type of game that we were kind of waiting for from OG. He had kind of just been like here and like doing all the stuff defensively, um, but really hadn't put sort of an imprint um, offensively. Um, but yeah, today, 23 points, four rebounds, a steal, a block, of course. Um, nine of 12 from the field, four of six from three. Um, and you kind of saw it all from him. He was hitting his shots in the corners. He was cutting. He was getting dunks in traffic. Just all the type of stuff that you want to see a guy like him do. Um, so thankfully, we, um, you know, thankfully he's starting to get himself in, into the groove. I think this was a good spot for him versus a, a Portland team that's really bad. Um, they were somehow able to beat the Nets um, on Sunday, um, remarkably enough. But um, we are a totally different animal than the than the Nets over here in, in Manhattan. Um, but yeah, I mean, OG, the man of the night, um, having getting the OG chance tonight. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, just great performance from him. Uh, 16 points in the first quarter, just lit it up from the corner three. Uh, you saw his athleticism on full display, just nothing but dunks and layups, really. Um, I think they're trying to get him more creation opportunities, and it's hit or miss. Uh, he did have that nice, like, scoop layup to, um, coming off, like, a curl, which was really nice to see, but, like, otherwise... When they kind of asked him, hey, go cook, it did not look great, which has kind of been the story of his career. Um, but if he's going to get to 23 points just like off of dunks and layups and threes, you can't really complain about that. So good to see him gain confidence and good to see him have a game where he's the Knicks leading scorer, which kind of shows the depth of this team. Where I think they had six guys in double figures tonight and... Brunson and Randall really didn't shoot particularly well from the field, especially Brunson. He went 3 of 11. So when you can blow a team out like this because you're just getting production across the board, it bodes well for what you want to do when the postseason arrives. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of ha- having this establishing back order. I I really like games like this because it allows for like an OG and an OB to get, go, get, get his game off. Um, you know, get himself into rhythm. Randall and Brunson, they've carried the load enough this year, I think, so far that they can have games like this where Brunson is 12 points, 3 for 11, Randall 7 for 17. Like, they've, they've kind of earned a game off, per se, um, and letting the other guys, you know, get their reps in. Um, speaking of other guys, I think um, shout-out to Deuce McBride and – Quentin Grimes, they've really found their stride, really found their confidence, especially Deuce since the Philadelphia game. I think since then, he's really just been really comfortable. Um, It took him a couple games since the contract extension for that confidence to really kick in and, you know, for him to, like, really take shots with confidence. Um, And, you know, that's just been encouraging to see. Um, I still want another ball handler next to him because I just don't feel like against – better teams with better perimeter defenders that are going to have better ball pressure. I just don't trust him being able to initiate and create in the half court versus those teams. Um, 
that's the only reason why I want another ball handler next to him, just so he can still get those spot up opportunities because he seems to be really feasting off of those. Um, but yeah, that that's that's my thing with Deuce. I'm I'm happy to see him um, producing, um, but I, I I still want another ball handler next to him. Uh, I agree. Um, the thing with Deuce is like he's shooting well from three, and it's really good to see. But he's not a creator in the sense of that, like he gives the um, people opportunities to get other shots. Like he's that's not his thing. Um. Brogdon, to his credit, got clamped by fucking Deuce and Grimes, but also Brogdon gives the team the ability to have a guy who can pull up shoot, who can um, shoot off the catch, and has the ability to run an offense, which is essentially what Quickly did for this team. Um, he did a lot more, but I'm boiling it down to like, Quickly's main role in offense is to be essentially a third creator next to Brunson and Randall. And Deuce is playing like an off-ball wing. He's playing like 6-2 Reggie Bullock, realistically, where it's like, hey, I'm going to give you the ball in the corner. You hit the three. Hey, um, trailing, like if you're, you see Randall's pushing, trail him and be ready for the three. And he's been hitting his threes, to his credit. Not necessarily hitting his twos, but he's been hitting his threes, which is really good to see. Because realistically, the three ball is going to keep him on the court. Uh, the Knicks have played five games with him in the rotation. He's shooting 56% from three. So that kind of shows you how potent he's been offensively. He's hit four threes. He hit four threes again tonight. Um, so really good to see from him. If he's able to hit threes, he's able to play on the NBA court, which means you at least have a rotation player. And honestly, uh, in my in my world, they just play Randall at the back of five, and the rotation is like Brogdon, Deuce, Grimes, Hart, Randall, but that'll never happen. So, even though Deuce is better than Precious, it'll never happen. But, um, yeah, Deuce has been playing well, but they definitely need to get somebody who's capable of like scaling up their usage and being able to like give them 15 or 20 off the bench if need be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to him playing with some confidence lately. Um, another player that's playing with some confidence lately as well is Grimes. I think both those guys have been benefiting from playing in these garbage minutes versus these teams. Like they've been able to get an uptick in minutes. Um, you know, 22 minutes for, for Deuce tonight. Grimes with 22, with 21, um, 17, 17 points, three steals. Um, four of nine from three. So you love to see him getting up those those shots. Him and Deuce both getting up a lot of shots. So you know that's just really good to see from both of them. Um, and you're hoping that you know they're able to consistently be able to perform like <sighs> to perform this well. Um, even as um, you know, you know we play better teams. You know that's what I'm looking forward to is like us playing against. I don't know who this would qualify against i mean i guess well we have the mavericks we get the mavericks on thursday i believe so that could be like a baseline game mavericks have been kind of weird lately yeah but i mean like 22 and 15 can't really complain like that's a good game could be they've been 
it depends on like who plays for them because I know they've been missing a lot of their like high level role players like Lively and Exum and and whatnot. So you know, if Dante Exum is your saving grace, you're not a good franchise. But whatever. Um, he's been he's been good for them. What Dante Exum's been good this year for them? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is Dante Exum shooting fifty eight percent from the field? Yeah, you didn't know? What? I thought you'd know. Dog. Huh? Exum's been good for them this year, and he's like a high-level role player. What in the world? No. Some some players, they just need, you know, that awakening overseas. They they get that wake-up call, you know? Why is Dante Exum at 67 true shooting? What am I watching? Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. Um... <laughs> I yeah. lost my point, dog. What? All right, that blew my mind. Dante Exum's actually like an NBA player now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Luka Doncic is doing some kind of black magic in that franchise. I don't know, man. God. Okay. Where Where are we? I'm sorry. That legitimately blew my mind. But I, I, I was not... ta- we were talking about um Deucen and um and Grimes continuing this production versus like high-level playoff teams because um, it's been good to see them, you know, get their games off. I mean, Philadelphia was was one that they both were able to play really well against. Um, but, you know, I want to see it against, you know, more consistently versus um, better opponents because, I mean, lately we've played, um, what you call it? <clears throat> we've played the Wizards. we played the Trailblazers. Um, we're going to play, I mean, the Mavericks are going to be a good team. Then we play the Grizzlies who are without job for the rest of the year now, which means they're going to be a bad team still. Um, and what you call it? Don't play the Magic, and the Magic wins pretty good. And it's going to be interesting to see how we play against the Magic because the Magic, I feel they really kind of got our number that last game that we played against them. So that's going to be an interesting matchup on MLK Day. But, um, yeah, let's see how our role guys continue to perform. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, especially Grimes, because I think Grimes has kind of, like, really found his groove recently. And it's really nice to see him shooting the ball with confidence. Um, because you know that he struggled with that historically. But, yeah, he's been playing really good basketball. Um, up to Back up to 38% from three in the year. He's hitting his free throws. He's actually taking free throws and hitting them now, which is really good to see. Like, all the numbers are kind of stabilized for him. He's back to 56 true shooting. So, like, it's on the up and up for him. Yeah. <clears throat> um. All right. Let's 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 scroll through some of these comments. We got a whole bunch of comments. Shout out to people tuning in. Uh, make sure you guys leave that like and subscribe. We also got Super Chats available now. So, if you'd like to help support us that way, that is also available. We finally figured out what was going wrong on our end. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> shout out to Clyde and Gus tonight. That was a good duo to listen to on the MSG broadcast. So Gus good. is so washed. I'm sorry. What? Gus is washed. Oh my god, bro! I he legitimately did not know anybody's name. <laughs> he called he called Malachi Dante. To be <laughs> fair, they are both very fair skinned and have red hair. So yeah, I I mean look. I'm glad y'all had fun listening to him. I, I think he just needs to stick to calling college football. 
Like, yeah, man, Gus, Gus. I, I, I like I like Gus better than the freaking White Knights of Long Island. Okay, I mean, like, if we're ranking <laughs> the non-brain options, then Gus is, like, number two. Exactly. But, like, I mean, just give me Kenny. Like, hell, Bill Pito was better than Gus. Yeah, Bill Pito was pretty good. I mean, granted, like, the it's kind of the worst game for him because it was a laugher. Like, there wasn't, like, any moments where you're like, oh, like, Gus might give us, like, a legendary call. But, like, you can tell Gus is just kind of there chilling. Like, he's not doing any research. He just kind of showed up and was like, how much you paying me? Respect. That's respect Look, right there. It could have it could have been Mark Jackson. Like, we're, we're doing okay. Well, I mean, there's apparently <laughs> some beef with Mark Jackson within, I don't know, the inner halls of MSG. Um, I forgot who, who has the issue with him, but there was something that came out earlier. I think it was like one of the assistant coaches.
All right. I'm back. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Strickland is on a mute technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the FBI did not raid. <laughs> <laughs> I do not stream from an illegal casino. Um, <laughs> this storm, the storm somehow knocked out my power for a little bit. That was fun. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love everyone's crazy reactions, um, to, um, what just happened. But yeah, you know, technical difficulties, it happens. There's a storm here. Um, and apparently my house is not immune and probably this will happen again. I'm just being prepared for it. Um, but yeah, um, I thought. Clyde and Gus were fine. It's a blowout. I didn't really weren't looking for much analysis from them. Um, and like I said, they were better than the, the the White Knights in Long Island. So again, like if we're just ranking it though, it's like the goat Kenny Albert number one. The um, goat Kenny Albert. Wow. Kenny, don't sleep on Kenny Albert, bro. So it's good. Like that that's a that's a chills call right there. I mean, and then it's Bill Pito. Bill Pito was actually real solid Saturday. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, he and was. Then, I had no complaints about him. And then is Gus Johnson, which is sad because Gus Johnson used to be special. Anyway, that's just that's just my opinion on it. Um. Yeah, Jordan's Bob says, I mean, we don't have to talk about this game other than giving praise to our players, talking about how bad the Blazers are and key observations we can take away from the game. I mean, yeah, the Blazers are bad. I mean, we expected us to kind of thrash them today. Um, yeah, I mean, this is what you do to bad teams. Um, hopefully we can... Yeah, don't play with your food. Hopefully the Knicks can, you know, probably poach some of their good players away as some extra bench production. We'll see how things go. Maybe Malcolm Brogdon joins the team. Um, he seemed to be very happy with Dante DiVincenzo before the game. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Jordan Mobile also brings up that we have won our last five games by an average margin of 20.4 points per game while simultaneously having the number one defense in the NBA. We are here. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty remarkable. And, and and I think the best part about this is I. I don't think anybody thinks that this team is done. Like, I think they obviously want to get at least one more piece um, for the bench. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, hopefully we can extend this winning streak and, you know, keep adding on to it. Yeah, I just, I don't think they're done in the slightest because they have to turn 48's money into something positive. Um, It's really just a matter of, like, can Deuce prove himself to be a capable ninth or 10th man throughout this stretch. And this is the biggest opportunity he's going to get to do that. So, so far the returns have been positive. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. We also, we have some questions about my gambling. You guys are influencing me. Um, Don't bl- do not blame the chat for I I am blaming everyone for their outside peer pressure at this point. This is called I need you to take responsibility for your addiction. Um I got a whole bunch of stuff on 
I, I made a whole bunch of live stuff during this um Grizzlies Mavs blowout. I don't think anything's really gonna cash. Like Grizzlies are up by twenty almost twenty at this point. Like if Luca and, and friends start to make this game competitive, then maybe something might cash, but I doubt it at this point. Um but yeah. Um I also got some college basketball parlays because I've been dabbling in that. Um yeah. You're dabbling on future <laughs> doctors, lawyers, and teachers. Bro. Bruh, some some of them folks made me over a thousand dollars on <laughs> Saturday. So oh my god, you could be one of those like March Madness gamblers. I mean, why I can't not? Even I'm gonna be doing the same dance. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I just and I got some stuff for the Lakers Raptors game. It's probably gonna be a blowout. Every game's been a blowout today. Shout out the NBA for having blowouts almost every single day now at this point. Um really loving the product. Really loving National it. National Blowout Association. This is Adam Silver's League. Loving the product. Just absolutely stupendous stuff we have going on here in this league. Uh my parlay is Anthony Davis overs and because they're playing Thaddeus Young at the fucking five. Hold up, they playing Daddy is Young. Let me put my freaking paycheck on Anthony Davis 40 points. <laughs> bet, bet the house of 40 and 20, bro. <laughs> like what? What is what is yeah, he is he is wildin'. I I I mean, like I know they don't have any centers on that team, but like Daddy is young. Anthony Davis two steals. Five four, blocks. Yeah, four blocks. Man, what the, what's the proper threes? I don't even know if they have AD threes. Like if if the prop is like 0.5, I take the over. I, I don't. Yeah, they don't have Anthony Davis threes on here. That's whack. All right. I mean, you could probably do. But 40, 16, 2, and 5 wins you. Put five on it, you get over a thousand. You know what? Let me dabble in that. Cause they they playing Thaddeus Young. They're asking folks to. Oh my gosh, this rain is insane. By the way, um, but yeah, okay, yeah, that's 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 the gambling portion of the show. I don't think we'll be on here long enough to for me to actually sweat anything, cause I don't think today's post game is gonna be that long. Um, but yeah. Let's see. We also got some comments about Precious. Um, shout out Precious Yeshua. He somehow managed to get up nine shots. That's that shocked me as much as it probably shocked all of you. I was barely watching this game after a certain point just because it was just like, okay, um, we're up by like 30. I don't really need to watch this that much anymore. Um, but yeah, um, he got up nine shots today. I don't. I don't even remember seeing him take. Most of them were just like putbacks. He had these weird ass threes he was taking for whatever reason. I remember like Julius kicked it out to, kicked it out to him on like, not even on the corner. He was straight up like above the break, a straightaway above the break three, and he took it. And of course it clanks, but like, yeah, I don't know what he's thinking when he plays basketball, like. I don't he think he legitimately, is he legitimately just goes on nothing but like Nigerian blood and instincts. Is the way that man plays basketball, like the way he plays basketball, needs to be studied. 
Like they need to take his brain out and like examine it because there's no way he's playing basketball the way basketball was meant to be played. Like this is not what Naismith invented, bro. He has other ideas for that, apparently. My God, I can we just play Sims? Like I'm so tired of watching this guy play basketball. Like he's okay defensively; he's not even bad defensively. But like his offense is so atrocious, he makes me want Nerlens Noel back. Oh my gosh, Nerlens Noel! Wow, legitimately, he's literally just six nine Nerlens. At least Nerlens can like block a shot. Shout out Nerlens anchoring the defense. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein is is doing what Nerlens did when Mitch went down that year. Just I think Hartenstein's doing just a little bit better. Um, Nick V, Precious is definitely first team all CTE. I mean, Raptors fans, they they, they warned us about it, you know. Um, He's CTE MVP, unanimous. It's it, it's it's just so funny to me still that that one person had that tweet that said that him and Nas Reed are, are the same person, and that felt racist. Yeah, like oh, they both got dreads. <laughs> yeah, that's where the similarities end. Um. All right. DJ MKC says, what the hell is Chauncey doing? Why wouldn't he leave in Scoot and the kids? They need all the reps they can get. Um, I think at this point, they're just, you know, they were trying to, they didn't want to get, they don't want anybody to get hurt. I mean, Scoot was somebody that was hurt for a good portion of the year already. So was Simons. Um, So for me, it's, they're looking to protect, you know, their future for a little bit. Um, and it's like a meaningless game for them in the middle of what January. So yeah, I mean, and eventually they're they're gonna end up sitting like all these guys, and none of them are gonna be playing soon. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Um, they they were down by like thirty. If they were down by like twenty or something, I'd have been like, hey, why not try to let the kids make a comeback? But it's whatever. Although. I think the best thing I love about OG Ananobi gas is that now we're using plus minus in stats. They're like, oh, OG Ananobi, 23 points, really efficient, plus minus a 26. Like, the nerds are winning with OG Ananobi <laughs> getting New York City gas. Um, as to, like, the point about the Blazers, uh, I don't know, it's just... Like, these reps aren't really going to do anything for them. They're playing against third string guys. Like, we know you could dominate third string level talent. Scoot Henderson, like, blew up the G League for two seasons. So, like, I don't think those reps are really as important as you're making them seem. But I also get why you would feel that way because, like, they're bad. They should just be playing as much as they can. So. I don't think there's a wrong answer there. All right. I guess it's just me. <laughs> uh, while Sam is dealing with the storm, because some of us don't have to deal with... <laughs> the storm in New York because we're based in Texas. So New Jersey power grid is in the mud. I agree. God bless the state of Texas. 
Nerland's scuba flippers for hands. Noel's a free agent. No, he absolutely is. Um, don't tell Tom Thibodeau that. Can I see OG winning a defensive player of the year here? Um, I don't think he'll ever have like the stock, the um stocks necessary for it. Um, he will get a lot of steals. I don't think he'll get enough blocks. And defensive player of the year is usually like a huge stocks award. Um, unless you're Marcus Smart and the Celtics, which is still a fraudulent ass defensive player of the year. Tyree Solo, quick, everyone asks questions about Canadians. Uh, please don't. Steph Curry, new trade target after the Warriors collapse. I'm always in favor of acquiring Steph Curry, no matter the context. He came in his last legs, and I will still want Steph Curry. Who's your favorite Canadian player? Does Shaden Sharp count? Yeah, Shaden Sharp counts. I actually wanted him to get more more play tonight, but he didn't, and it kind of bums me out. You can't bless the state of Texas after the way Eric got handles the free. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I haven't really dealt with like a major freeze yet, so Franker's cross that I won't have to deal with it this year. Uh, Walt Clyde Frazier says, am I crazy for wanting Simsman and Silver Precious? Inserting him into the second unit to create some insanely switchable lineups. I would, I would want Sims over Precious as well. I think the, the thing with Sims is like, we saw him play, but we only saw him play against starting units. So of course he looked bad. Like, I don't understand... I feel like the last two years we've seen Sims play is against starting units. And last year, the Knicks were kind of able to tread water with him starting because Brunson and Randall basically were putting up like around 30 a night together. So I would like to see him with the bench. Remember his rookie year, he played with the bench coming out of the All-Star break. He played fairly well. So I think him being a bench big is what he's good at. And he could play that role for 12 18 minutes a night, which I find him to be very capable of doing. Thoughts on the RJ quotes about leaving the Knicks in a better state. I know that's your guy. Um, totally. Me, RJ Barrett, fan number one. Um, I mean, they drafted him to be the great hope of the franchise. He wasn't that. He ultimately did contribute to Knicks teams that have been winning. Um, I wouldn't say he really built anything except for Bricks with his shots. But, yeah, I mean, the, the quotes are fine. Like, obviously, it's for the fans, and that is who he's usually talking to, and he had a lot more fans in New York than the Tractors, as evidenced by the reaction to the trade. <laughs> Yeah, man, we was having a good time. Here's something. Good. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I cannot, like, bro, this is the first time I've ever, like, been through a storm where this has happened to me. This is ridiculous. 
Oh my gosh. Anyways, um, what were y'all talking about? Sam died again. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bruh, this storm isn't even like it doesn't even look that bad out here. Like I like they were saying the winds were like crazy on your end. Like they're saying like 45 degree winds or 45 mile per hour winds. Probably, but like damn, like New Jersey, New York, y'all that soft. Like, come on. Can you handle a little wind? Shit, maybe. Anyways, um, I don't know. We're gonna right, and start wrapping this thing up because <laughs> I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be here. Oh, I was doing great solo, man. I don't know. <laughs> if you want to, t- if next time you want to take over solo, I'm fine for that. <laughs> the uh, guessing is only when stopping Sam from winning big on best of sabotaging the internet connection so that he can't open fan. Bro, I I still got data. I still got data, man. That is the most adding sentence I've ever heard. I still got data. <laughs> we gotta quote it. <laughs> AT&T still going strong over here. I'm still still able to get these parlays in, you know? <laughs> if I need to. And that's why we use believe. <laughs> Amen. <sighs> Um, all right, Nick V asked a question. If we got Brogdon, do you think Deuce would become situational again because he's been shooting lights out? Not sure how that's gonna work. Um He would absolutely become situational. Because man. Tibbs is not gonna play Julius at the five. Man. Ugh. Man, I I like really want to believe that he is going to like, but like the fact that he only did um Julius at the five for like what two possessions? Like that doesn't bode well. I mean, he did it the magic game too. Yeah, but like it's just like these rare moments. I don't trust him to do it fully if like they get Brogdon and he still wants to play Deuce. Um, I heard something from Bontemps, which I really hope isn't the case either. He said that you know he thinks that they should probably get a big instead. um idea of like trusting him to um be the backup guard um but yeah i i think that you know yeah i i don't trust the tips to play um dude at the five yeah i I, even though he should like i like deuce but it's also like if i wanted an off-ball wing who shoots threes really well at the catch i have quentin grimes so it's like it's kind of hard to fit him into rotation because realistically they need creation and they're missing creation desperately, and that's the only way they can get creation is from the guard spot. So, yeah. Yep, it is quite the conundrum. I mean, Damn, this also like he's got eleven ball. points already. I'm kind of glad I put that parlay in. You just need to start rebounding. <laughs> Eleven uh, points. The game just started. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm glad I put this forty points in. Jesus, are they just giving it to him with the damn post? I oh, would. They oh, they that totally is young. are. That he's young on him. Why not eat? Oh, I should have done. You should have done LeBron assists. Oh, that was shit. Mm, I got points, bet points, bet got assists live. Ah oh, man, you could probably put a LeBron in for like ten. 
This is why you get multiple books, folks. If you want a points bet link, hit me up. Um, Walcott Frazier says Deuce Grimes and eventually Brogdon will just be trade filler for when Booker asks out. Um, I mean, hey, the way the Suns situation is looking right now, wouldn't put past, wouldn't put it past uh, Booker asking out at this I point. I mean, they're absolutely know? screwed. They're absolutely screwed. They have no draft capital. Mm-mm. They have one of the worst contracts in the league with a no trade clause. Oof, God bless. They them, have so. no depth, no wings. And their only assets, realistically, are Booker and Katie. Because who the fuck is trading for $50 million at Bradley Beal? Not any team smart. Exactly. Like, so I don't know how they get out of it. Because next year, all their minimum guys are going to be either gone or they're going to opt in, which means that they're bad. It, It made no sense from the beginning. Which yeah. is why it's like, why the hell would you get Bradley Beal? I, the whole thing with Bradley Beal was like a team needed to be able to like, if you were like looking to turn like dead money into a player, sure, I get it, but it's like you don't need Bradley Beal. What is Bradley Beal going to do for you? I, I, it made no sense to me then. Makes no sense to me now. Gotta love Katie like, I just, just think that, going to multiple stops and failing. I think Katie's probably gonna ask out again. What a what a fucking loser! Like, why would you want to be on this team, dude? This team is not going anywhere, bro. Who is gonna trick themselves into tra- into trading for Kevin Durant so you can curse their franchise? I mean, like, this guy has, this guy uh, has walked into literally two different franchises and turned them into hospitals. Look. I, I mean, for all the shit that Katie deserves for being an absolute fucking loser. Yes. Like, the dude's giving you a 30 ball and like 62 true shooting while being a plus defender at age 35. Some team will talk themselves into it. For God sure. bless that team that becomes the hospital after that. I mean, like, like, I don't know. Like, some team's going to do it. Some team is absolutely gonna do it, bro. Like it's Kevin Durant. I can see it. I can see it. Sadly, um, thankfully it won't be us though. <clears throat> you sure, bro? If we trade for Kevin Durant, bro, find me like, by the George Washington. Like you sure? I, I don't know, dog. Find me by the George Washington, bro. I, I don't know. Like, knock on wood, if if Julius Randle's out here. Giving you another stinker in the playoffs. I mean, his salary is going to be fifty-one million dollars. Oh, it's not. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. That's all I'm saying. Kevin Durant coming back to the coming to the Knicks after all that time. Dude, it'd be hilarious, dude. Like 2019 came. <laughs> it's like some it's like some shorty that you wanted, and then she just got done ran through, and then now she wanna come to and say, <laughs> Why are you here? That's what it would be like. Jesus. If you're like, God. why are you here? Is <laughs> how you showed up, really? <laughs> yeah, like uh 
Um, JL says, even after the trade, Deuce hasn't been playing that much. About 15 minutes a game and only played 22 this game because he had the full fourth quarter to himself, so he probably will be situational, sadly. Um, so it's like, it's like, do we root for Malcolm Brogdon or another guard to come here so that we, we have some, like, actual potent creation, not just spot-up shooting? Or do we actually give Deuce the full chance of you know being able to um win this role you know and 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 make it his i think he'll get an opportunity to the deadline but i think if they get a brogdon deal done they do it um i don't i don't buy that dejounte murray shit for a second um i think he's a sixer but yeah, I, I think I think the Knicks end up getting Brockton because I don't know if the Magic are realistically going to be able to convince themselves that, hey, we trade for Brockton, we're going to do anything in the East. And I think they probably just want to give those reps to Anthony Black. So, hmm. Clarkson on a Linux, they can't afford it. They don't have enough Yeah, tra- uh, sadly, the. Um... Unless you trade Mitch and they're not trading Mitch. Because mm. they're saving Mitch for the KD package. Wow, the KD package. Wow, okay. I'm about to throw this at the fans and see if I'm crazy or not. You do that. Um I mean if I Julius am... makes the all if Julius makes also that's $30 million right there. And then you have Mitch making 13. That's 43. You throw in like another contract, like say like eight million dollars. They need eight million dollars somewhere. Like Deuce and Grimes. Yeah. It'd be filthy, but it would be legal. You're sick. All I'm saying. You're sick. I, I am. I am, but would it be t- like okay, look, hypothetically speaking, if the lineup was like Brunson, DiVincenzo, OG, KD, and Harnstein, that would be Wicked. Who's the I'm bench? Sorry. Who's the bench? We're gonna end up looking like the Suns with our bench. Okay, well, we still have Brogdon in our hypothetical. We'd have Brogdon, we'd have Hart, we would need a backup center. Precious the <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. I'm telling you, we're gonna be the Suns. Like, do you see what the Suns fans are saying? The Suns are like, we have no wings, we have no, we have no backup point guard, we got nothing. Like the Suns fans, they are like legitimate legitimately realizing that everything that everyone said during the offseason was right. Like signing a bunch of veteran minimum guys is not a sustainable way to build a team. Unless you're like super, super top heavy and your top heaviness is like really good. I mean, to be fair, our top heaviness would be really good in that in that scenario. <laughs> I mean our, our bench would be David Chenzo. No, no, David Chenzo starting it. It would be Hart and it'd be Hart and Brogdon. And Brogdon, God bless. <laughs> I mean, we'd be an, we'd be an injury risk, but we'd be a fun injury risk. Fun injury risk. Wow. With championship aspirations. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Next game versus B- Dallas. This is Jalen Brunson's first game in Dallas since. Oh, yeah. Revenge game. <sighs> 40 points. 5 oh. three. Not even 5 three, six threes. 
10 oh assists. Oh my god. Bruh. The only thing that I'm making some money. better was that happened game. Oh my I'm god. Some oh yeah, that... that game. Oh, he's going to be hooping for Martin Luther King. That's that's going to be a game to watch. When is when is that game? Uh, Thursday? No, I think we play the Grizzlies on Martin Luther King Day. The no we play the, we play the magic on 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 Martin Luther King Day. I feel like we, we always, always play the magic. Yeah, on I was gonna say like, I feel like we always play the magic on Martin Luther King Day. I, like, I remember. Like, I remember even like during the like the the pandemic year. Not even yeah. that, but like the 2011 2012 year, we played them and on on MLK Day. Um, but yeah, it's like a tradition, I guess. I don't know. That, that's the weird ass yeah the magic of the knicks on mlk day the way martin luther king wanted it <laughs> i have a dream. and wow grizzlies without jaw and triple j beat the mavericks see this is what i'm talking about with the mavericks they're so weird like like they miss they miss role guys like like exum and and lively and they just fall apart do they not have any shame what the hell Apparently not. Oh, they got blown out. What? Yes, exactly. Yes. They got smoked. Did Marcus Smart? Oh, Marcus Smart game them. Oh. Xavier Tilbit had 14 and 11. Yeah, that franchise is mudded. Yeah, I'm taking Jim Brunson overs all the way. Yeah, that, that's barbecue chicken right there. Um. Oh, and it's Julius's hometown. Do we get a double 40 piece? I mean, I think we get a double thirty piece at least. You could probably, I would like, if you told me the line on thirty five was like plus whatever, I'd probably take it. It's like for them since they've been since they've been playing so well lately, it's so annoying because like their lines are like super inflated now. So like Jalen Brunson thirty points is probably like plus like one thirty now, like because he's been playing so well. It's like so annoying. It's like you barely get any value on it, but whatever. Like it's a nice parlay piece, I think. Um, but yeah, you gotta like super build. You gotta like add super like all these other legs. Like I would add Dante Divincenzo and OG two steals a piece. I'd add Hartenstein two blocks. I'd add. Um, well, Hartenstein two blocks is probably negative money right now, dude. The way he's yeah, it's, it's it's been like it's been like minus like one eighty something in the last week or so. Yeah, because he had I think he had another three and two tonight. Yeah, he's he, like yeah, yeah, him. Like those guys, their lines are becoming like so inflated now just because it yeah. seems like I got one locked and loaded. No, it's just it's just all mental memory at this point now. Like I've just been like so enthralled in like Nick's yeah. lines, especially that I, it's just like muscle memory at Sam this be point. on the bus thinking about parlays, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the bus sleeping. Dreaming about parlays. No. He wake up and he's like, oh, Desmond Bain, five plus five threes. <laughs> that's, that's a sick bet these days because he don't even shoot threes apparently or even hit them like that anymore. Um, I learned my lesson today by live betting them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, like, I, 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 I constantly bet Knicks players so I'd, like, know their lines, I think, the most, so. Josh yeah. Hart turnovers be free. <laughs> Tonight's assist was pretty good. Four plus assists tonight. So shout out to him. Uh. But yeah, um, next game is against the Mavericks. I guess we can start talking about that. Um, they play the Mavericks in Dallas. First Jalen Brunson game. 
um, since leaving them. Um, does he get a tribute video? I think he does. Okay, over over under tribute video point five. Yeah, I think he gets one. Um, I think they also. I think he also lights them up because they like the way they've been giving it up to teams. Like, how much does Mbain have today? Thirty-two. And yep. Marcus Smart had like what 20, 23? Yeah. I, I, oh, I'm, JL says he think they gave him a tribute video. Well, they got to give him another one again because he's playing this time. With Nick's highlights. <laughs> does and Mark Cuban run us to the court and shake his hand? Nah. All the, all the smack he talked about his pops. Nah, he's not. He's not going to do that. He's not man enough. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, Marcus Smart gave y'all 23 points. That's a filthy, filthy game. Zaire Williams had a good game against your franchise, bro. Come on. I don't know. Maps are just like, obviously you have Kyrie and Doncic, but like OG against Luka will be interesting to see. I mean, that's going to be like his first real like test. I mean, I don't really rate Anthony Edwards in that kind of tier but it'll be nice to see him against like a superstar level talent where like he starts the game off guarding him so yeah um also we get once a nick always a nick tim hardaway jr uh he's been off lately so you know he's gonna light us up yep yep i whatever like if it was like three threes i'd probably take i'd probably take threes bro five threes like he is going to absolutely smoke us like he hit two tonight, so yeah, he's been off though. Like so, like he's definitely gonna kill us from three. Um, Seth Curry feels like a prime get his game off candidate. I'm not gonna lie to you. Honestly, I'm not even scared of like get your game off candidates anymore. Like since we made the OG trade, I'm just like, go ahead, get your game off. You're gonna be down by 25 anyways. So I mean, true, but like tradition, <laughs> like, man, tradition. Do, do your worst, <laughs> J- Jaden Hardy. Oh, that's a prime get your game off candidate right there. I am not scared. Like once we put out that lineup of Deuce, Grimes, Hart, OG, and Hartenstein, good luck trying to score. That's the worst part, man. Like this defense is so damn good. Like, nobody, nobody like nobody like, threatens me anymore, man. I'm just like, like all right, go ahead, try to do something. You'll try. score hundred points barely. <laughs> like what is this? Uh, another game we're holding another team to under hundred? Like come on, try and score. I dare you, Mavericks. I mean, the defense has to, like, I'm pretty sure the defense is probably up to, like, 12th or whatever. Like, it's just been... It's going to keep climbing. This is, like, prime OG DPOI candidacy material right here. Like, I mean, he's absolutely going to make a... um All-defense first team, he has yeah, to. He, he might he's, make... He's got the New York gas. Like, he's got, like, he's got the story of, oh, the Knicks were a bad defense before he got here. And, like, if we're, like, top five by the end of the year, he definitely should be um, DPOI. I don't know if it would be top five, but we're .5 away from top ten. I think it's just, I think we can get to top five. I think the narrative is going to be, like, they've been the best defense since the trade. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the way they get him. I mean, he's going to make the all-defense team provided he stays healthy, so I'm not really worried about that. Yeah. But yeah, I can definitely see them being like, oh, he's a fringe DPOY candidate because like his defense is so impactful, he made Julius Randle good. 
yeah. If you make Julius Randle good on defense, then you can apparently do anything. You can turn water into wine. All right, let's not go that far. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think we're gonna end things off here. Shout out to everyone that tuned in. It was a, yet another blowout. Um, I don't know how we're gonna keep doing these post games if every game's a blowout, but I do not mind the Knicks taking care of business. Um, next game will be versus the Dallas Mavericks on Thursday, I think it is. Yep, on Thursday at 8.30, we will be back here to break down that game. Hopefully, it's another Knicks thrashing of a, another opponent. Um, if, you know, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle outplay Luka Kyrie and, you know, we absolutely freaking school them like we've been schooling every other team, there's going to be some really brash statements being thrown out on the sideline. I also need them to get schooled because last year still pissed me off. Yeah, I, I saw a comment here that I really want to ignore, but I'm going to highlight it as we exit. JL says, we will never forget what happened that Mavs game Brunson missed, man. Fuck it, it was Brunson missing that game. It was RJ freaking got his fingers sliced in half, whatever it happened. By Luca's um, fucking nail. Yeah, cut your nails, Luca. Freaking vulture claws over there. Um... But yeah, that happened, and then we thought we were gonna win the game behind like a Grimes and IQ and 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 whoever else it was, masterclass that was, um, and then whatever happened at the end of that game happened. I think I was sick that game, um, and I missed post game. So that was the most depressing post game I've ever had to do, <laughs> dude. It was just me and Jeff. Like, yeah, I know it happened. I was uh, I luckily got sick at the right time, I guess you can say. Um when I got that sick happened. watching it. <laughs> but yeah, um hopefully the Knicks can definitely make up for that um that loss last year. Um that was a really brutal game. But um yeah, we'll be back on Wednesday. Make sure you guys tune in, make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe, make sure you guys check out all the links in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon and twitter make sure you guys follow us on twitter i will not call it the other name that it's being named as make sure you guys are following us there um and we'll catch you guys on thursday everyone enjoy your wednesday without Knicks basketball hopefully there are no blowouts tomorrow peace you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.